0: Day three. Let's get into it. This devotional is by Sherry. And it starts off. Is peace really possible today? Sherry went on a quest 11 years ago to find out. Here's what she discovered along the way. I remember it vividly. The day I decided I couldn't live like this anymore. Here I was a fully devoted follower of Christ, responding to life pretty much like everyone else. I lived in fear and worry, yet I knew it shouldn't be that way. Consistently, I read the word of God not to be afraid and not to be anxious for nothing, but that sounded impossible. God has a lot to say in the Bible about fear and its antidote, peace. In one instance, Jesus and his disciples were on a boat crossing the Sea of Galilee when a furious storm threatened to sink them. They all fought to keep afloat. And what was Jesus doing? He was sound asleep. Jesus was asleep, y'all. The man was knocked out on the boat. You feel me? Right in the smack dab middle of the storm. And the, (laughs) the disciples asked, teacher, don't you care if we drown? Jesus got up and rebuked the storm, and it went completely calm. Then he asked disciples, why are you so afraid? Do you still have no faith? That came from Mark chapter 4, verse 40, if you guys don't know. But she says, that pretty much summed up the conversation I was having with God. I could feel him asking me why I was afraid and why I was answering. Isn't it obvious? Look at my circumstances. Who wouldn't or who couldn't be afraid? And sometimes, y'all, we look at our situations when God asks us, why are you afraid? And you're like, God, look at where I'm at. I'm literally drowning here. Life is hard. I can't find a job. I don't have a car. I'm afraid. But in her request for peace, several things became crystal clear. One, my circumstances were determining my level of peace. If life's circumstances were all good, then I was at peace. If storms were encircling me, I was stressed, anxious, and tired all the time, exhausted from my emotions. I was just like the disciples in the storm. I was fearful of the storm, hurt and confused because I thought God didn't care. But Jesus brought me to my next point too. Jesus was trying to teach me peace is possible. Peace is possible. No matter the storm. Are you relating to this battle? Are are y'all relating to this battle? Because it's not easy, is it? Nah. She says, I was still struggling to understand how Jesus would expect me to experience peace in a storm. Warning if he truly even cared when I realized my next breakthrough point. Three. My storms revealed my level of trust. Peace doesn't mean everything is going right in your life. It means being at peace when storms are shaking your life. I hadn't learned to trust God and find peace in those storms. Have you hit that wall yet? Has anybody listening hit that wall yet? Sherry says, it was obvious I had some room to grow, but I'm learning that the path to peace is found by trusting and fixing thoughts on the one who is never unsettled by storms. It didn't happen overnight, but little by little, more peace and rest rejuvenated my tired, weary soul. That was Sherry's story. Now let's jump into the word. Y'all gonna know Philippians chapter four, verse six by the time we done with this plan. Do not be anxious or worried about anything, but in everything, every circumstance and situation, by prayer and petition with thanksgiving. Continue to make your specific request known to God and the peace of God, that peace which reassures the heart, that peace with that peace, which transcends all understanding, that peace which stands guard over your hearts and your minds in Christ. Jesus is yours. And we're going to jump into Mark chapter four, verse thirty five through forty one. And it reads, On the same day when evening had come, he said to them, Let us go over to the other side of the Sea of Galilee. So leaving the crowd, they took him with them, just as he was, in the boat, and the other boats were with him. And a fierce windstorm began to blow, and the waves were breaking over the boat, so that it was already being swamped. But Jesus was in the stern, but Jesus was in the stern, y'all, a stern sleep with his head on the sailor's leather cushion. My brother was knocked out. Do you hear me? He was knocked. And they woke him and said to him, teacher, do you not care that we are about to die? And he got up and sternly rebuked the wind and said to the sea, hush, be still. and the wind died down as if it had grown as if it had grown weary and there was at once a great calm a perfect peacefulness and jesus said to them why are you afraid do you still have no faith and confidence in me they were filled with great fear and said to each other who then is this that even the wind and the sea obey him. Y'all, listen. If you have Jesus in your life, why are you afraid? Jesus was in the boat. And they were scared. And I know some of y'all might think that what I'm about to say is going to correlate. But with, you know, black men getting killed and whatnot and me growing my locks out. A lot of people ask me, are you afraid? Are you afraid? Why? Should I be afraid when I have Jesus? And a lot of people, if you were non blue, like, man, see, that's that Jesus talk. No, it ain't that Jesus talk, but he literally says right here, Why are you afraid? Do you still have no faith and confidence in me? If you have faith in Jesus, what do I have to be scared for? Like that's that. That's literally that. There's I don't I don't question it. But if we move on to Joshua chapter 1, verse 9. It says, have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be terrified or dismayed, intimidated. For the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. I'm going to read that two times because I'm going to read it for the people that's just tuning in and for the people in the back. He says, have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be terrified or dismayed intimidated for the Lord, your God is with you wherever you go. And one more time, have I not commanded you be strong and courageous? He ain't asking you. He's telling you be strong and courageous. You know how you're young and your daddy say, stop crying, straighten up, get it together. And you get it together. God's telling you right now, be strong and courageous. Cut it out. Be strong and courageous. Do not be terrified or dismayed, for the Lord your God is with you where for the Lord your God is with you for wherever you go. The Bible also talks about how He is before you and He is with you. So be strong and courageous, y'all, and do not be dismayed or terrified or intimidated, because God is with you wherever you go. And that leads us to our last verse from the book of Isaiah, chapter twenty-six, verse three. It says, "You will keep in perfect and you will keep in perfect and constant peace that one whose mind is steadfast, that is committed and focused on you, in both." I don't even know this word, y'all. I'm tripping. Inclination and character because he trusts and takes refuge in you with hope and confident expectation. And I'm going to read it again. You will keep in perfect constant peace the one whose mind is steadfast that is committed and focused on you in both inclination and character because he trusts and takes refuge in you with hope and confident expectation. God trusts us and takes refuge in us with hope and confident expectation. So why are you scared? Why are y'all afraid? Why are you freaking out? If God said he got us, then he got us. What you scared for? If you are a believer in Christ, what are we scared for? And I say we because even I get scared sometimes. What are we scared for? Kier Sheard has the song that says um, something has to break. And she talks about how um, I believe he'll get me to it. I believe he'll bring me through it. I believe that he can do it right now. Something has to break. If you believe it, what you scared for? What are you scared for? But that's all I got for today. Think about it. Dwell on it. That's all I got. I'm out.